This is Boom Goddess Radio, igniting inspiration in primetime women. We are Jennifer Davis-Page, B.B. Peters, and Dr. Andrea Gould. Have you ever wondered why at the stroke of midnight on your 50th birthday, you get an invitation to join AARP? How do they know that you're about to turn the big five <laughs> O? And who told AARP it was my birthday? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Boom Goddess Radio. This is Jennifer Davis Page in the studio this morning with my partner, Dr. Andrea Gould Marks, and our guest from AARP, M- Mrs. Maria Ramirez. Torillo, the Associate State Director of Community Outreach for Arizona. Welcome, Maria. Thank you so much. Good I'm morning. glad to be here. Good morning. Um, AARP, the American Association of Retired Persons, is a United States-based interest group whose stated mission is to empower people to choose how they live as they age. It is the nation's largest nonprofit, nonpartisan organizational dedicated to empowering Americans over 50 and older. It has more than 38 million members as of 2018, and it was founded in 1958 by Ethel Percy Andrus and Leonard Davis. Membership at that time was $2. What visionary people they were. The AARP magazine, which we've all become familiar with, has the world's largest circulation of 47 million. It helps their readers, 50 plus, with information to live their most fulfilling lives. I think one of the main advantages of an AARP membership is that you can join at 50. Millions of senior discounts we found that started about 55 or older. And another big advantage is if you're married, your spouse will automatically get a free membership. And I didn't know that. We have the privilege today of interviewing you, Maria Marinas Trio. Trio. Mm-hmm. Hope right. I pronounced that right. That's correct. Okay. The Associate State Director and Community Outreach for Arizona. Welcome, Maria. With your title, tell us what your duties and responsibilities are. Right, so for the Tucson area, I'm responsible for making sure that the AARP brand is known and um, doing a lot of work in the community as far as uh, community events and making sure that people understand what AARP does a little bit better. So So many people are not aware of what we do, our full picture, and that's what I'm trying to do here. Wow, so certainly that's going to help today. Yes. Okay. Now tell us, um, how was AARP started? I know we just talked about the two wonderful people who started in 1958, but is there a story uh, behind how they got the idea for it? Yes, definitely. I'd love to give you a little bit of history. So AARP was founded on a simple premise that no one should live, well, no one should have to live in a chicken coop. And the discovery of a distinguished retired teacher um, that was living in poverty, that led our founder, Dr. Andrews, that you mentioned earlier, to devote the rest of her life and her years to improving the quality of life for all as we age. What um, Dr. Andrews was a high school principal. She was one of the first female high school principals in East L.A. 
school district. So she was an educator. Yes, she was an educator herself. Makes sense. She had to retire to take care of her mom. And after she retired, she took care of her mom. She started volunteering. Um, in, in the process of volunteering, she was asked to go help this one teacher they heard about. She found her living in a chicken coop because this particular teacher had so many medical issues. Mm. All she could spend her money on was prescriptions. Mm. Um, she was shocked to learn that so many retired teachers didn't have health insurance at that time or they had inadequate pensions. So Andrus, Dr. Andrus founded the National Retired Teachers Association in 1947. Um, she was able to convince after many years one insurance company to provide group health insurance. This was before Medicare. Okay. Um, once she did that, people started coming to Dr. Andres and saying, you know what, I'm not a teacher, but I really need health insurance. And so that's why she started and then she established AARP in 1958. By this time, she was 76 years old and um, she established AARP to give older Americans uh, a national voice and group health insurance. She became a force in Washington, D.C. when it came to health insurance for people over 50. We're lucky we were born at the right time, Jenna. right? Oh, absolutely. She absolutely. was amazing. She amazing. was really amazing. Yeah. I wonder, did she know what, how wonderful this organization was going to turn out to be years, years, years later, later. for all of us? Yeah. Well, she had such vision. She really was a, a tremendous visionary. And if you look at her history they just recently um, wrote her biography and there is a book online that you can purchase um, she really was great at being an advocate and worked with congressmen at that time to even you know um, establish medicare too but but she was a big force Definitely. We're always after role models, mm -hmm. especially right. advocates and visionaries. Right. So right. I can't wait to read that. See, book. leave uh, leave it up to our, us women. Mm -hmm. She was she was really. <laughs> how did she meet Doctor? How did she meet? Is it Mr. Davis or Doctor Leonard Davis? That piece, I would have to read it in the book because okay. I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure. We always talk about Doctor Andrus in our uh, focus of you know of AARP. Um, but I'm sure that he might be in the book. Well, important. He was in relationship with her. Right. So, right. 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 Always the story behind the story. <laughs> behind every good woman is a strong, wonderful man. Right, right. So, you know, today, then, ARP continues to be that advocate on behalf of persons over 50 on issues that matter most, such as health, financial security, livable communities. Um, so we're very proud of our founding story. Yeah, you, you because should be, certainly. become, you know, a pretty um, excellent organization. Yeah. I think I joined on my 50th birthday when I got that little knock on the door saying, Jennifer, you're 50 <clears throat> now and you need to join. So <laughs> I've been a member for a lot of years and I've enjoyed, I've really enjoyed the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, tell us, um, what programs does AARP support? Well, you know, right now we have some wonderful programs and one of the big ones that we have um, is the AARP tax aid program. And of course, we just finished our tax season. Um, so we've had another full, wonderful year of providing free income tax services to people that are low to moderate uh, income. And people think, well, you know, you're doing income, tax income taxes just for seniors, but that's not it. We 
serve anyone that comes to our doors that need help with income taxes. And this year we have a, a beautiful example. Um, on the same day, we had the grandmother, the mother, and the granddaughter come in to get their taxes done. Um, the program is served by volunteers. The volunteers are trained by the IRS. So Wonderful. They do a beautiful job. So they're not necessarily retired accountants. No, no. And you don't have to have that kind of experience. In fact, they prefer that you don't because then when you get trained, you know, it's easier to pick up the way the IRS wants you to do their That's income That's a good shout out to our people who are so interested in, in volunteering. In helping. Yes. This is a wonderful program. And another story that we heard this year is, you know, we get widows. And, you know, one lady in particular came in and said, this is the first year that I have to deal with my income taxes as my husband passed away. Common. And she was, you know, in tears and didn't know what to do. But so we get our volunteers that are very compassionate and are willing to help. Now, does that program end on April 15th or in, uh, does it go on for the rest of the year for those that get extensions right. and so forth? Right. It continues for people that need the extensions, people that get the scary letter from the IRS, right? Mm -hmm. um, those kind of letters make your heart stop. But yeah. um, yes, it does continue, but usually it's by appointment only. Okay. And it's d during the summer. Um, the tax aid program is found nationwide. So anybody that needs those services can look it up on our website. Are they prepared to negotiate with the IRS? Or are think, there some who do? I think um, when necessary, they will go with you. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't happen to office. And, and mainly, I think, because most of the taxes, there are, there are some requirements. They're going to do taxes that are the basic. They don't do business taxes. Right. Right. So um, the taxes that are, they are preparing, they're helping the people that have more of the basic income tax, not complicated taxes. Right, right. Yeah. So just so our listeners are clear, if they want to use the service, you can use it during the year and you can go on your website to find out a number to call at, to make right. an appointment, right? Right. And, and just to clarify, it probably isn't as available as it is when you're doing during tax season, okay. right? Mm -hmm. February to April. There is some states that will provide the extended service for the extensions, right? But some states might not provide that if they don't have the volunteers to do it. Is Arizona one of the states that provide the extra, yes. extra time? Here in, yes. Mm -hmm. Terrific. Good mm -hmm. intro. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. yeah. And um, so... Can I talk a little bit about another program that we have? Yes, we're also? interested in more initiatives. Right. So the other program that's really good is our what we call our Smart Driver Program. And this is a four-hour class, classroom or online session that is provided to do a refresher on your driving skills. Um, believe me, so many of us, and like myself, I'd like to take all the classes that AARP offers. You forget the rules of the road. You know, unless you <laughs> review them every so many years and we don't, then we uh, at times are not following the rules that we should. Plus, rules change. And depending on the state you're in, you know, there could be different rules of driving. So the Smart Driver uh, program then provides that four-hour refresher. Plus, depending on your car insurance, it might al also provide a, a discount. And that's always important. That's great to know. To get a little that's bit. That's great to know because they do. And we, per, for instance, in Arizona, so many of us are immigrants from right. other states. states. Uh -huh. And we don't necessarily take a refresher when we get here. We just 
Yeah. Get a license you just for jump five in. years. You jump in. All our, all our instructors are also volunteers. So any person that's really interested in presenting, we have some awesome volunteers that are very personable that are going to make the class fun also, um, enjoyable. So we definitely call do a shout out for those types of people that are interested in volunteering about that. And now we definitely want to get to the biggie, the big fraud protection, fraud protection. initiative. Yes. But before I do that, I've oh, got to sorry. tell you one more thing about the driver safety program. We also have another program under that that's called um, Driver Safety Tech. And what that is, that's a new program, but what that is is like a 90-minute workshop that talks about um, the new technology in cars. And this is really a fun class because if you're considering buying a new car down the road, or even like I do, I rent cars to travel and work. Right. Sometimes and they're new. They're and new. They're new. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't even know how to turn them on because there's no <laughs> right. key anymore. That's right. <laughs> but you get all the, um, the, you get a list from this instructor of what the new technology is, how it's supposed to work, and how it would help us become better drivers or safer drivers. That's good So knowledge. I think that's amazing because, um, like I said, it's, it's something to learn and to be aware of that as a driver, um, we need to be safer on the road for all of us. It was so embarrassing years ago when I rented a car. It was an Altima and I was in LA. Mm-hmm. And then I went to get into the car after I had driven there and uh, I couldn't start it. Right. And nobody told me you've got to step on the brake <laughs> yes. and push the button. Exactly. I was just pushing the button. Right, right. Yeah. Right, what did right. I know? Until the, the car rental person comes over and kind of tells you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I happen to have the I happen to have the Hartford Automobile Insurance mm-hmm. through AARP, and they are really wonderful. But when I moved, I called them to give them my new address, and she did mention that the representative did tell me about the safe driving program. So mm-hmm. they're they're really quite um, good it. about giving mm-hmm. you all the information that they think you might need. Right, if right. you don't if you don't know about it right we're going to take a break before we go into the fraud prevention segment of this and so sit back and relax and we'll be back in just a second we are back with Maria Ramirez trio and my partner, Jennifer Davis-Page, myself, Andre Goldmarks. And I'm real excited to get to that huge initiative that AARP has been featuring. Mm-hmm. And that is the Fraud Protection right. Initiative. Can you tell us about that? Certainly the need is apparent. Exactly. So what we have is called the Fraud Watch Network. And this provides information on current scams. More importantly, how scammers think and how they use their strat- strategies to scam money out of us. Um, so we work on identif- ID theft prevention, fraud prevention, um, and when you sign up for the Fraud Watch Network, it is a, a website-based, um, but when we say sign up, is it means that you would be getting a monthly email that will send you information about what the current scams are going on nationwide and also our local area. Um, believe me, it's amazing how many scams there are going on right now and how scary that is. But one of the important things about this um, prevention uh, initiative is that we want you to be aware of how scammers think 
so that hopefully we can stay a step ahead. And that was be- becoming apparent in the narrative, mm-hmm. in the bulletin, the AARP yes, news- yes. newsletter. Right. Our AARP bulletin it will always have information on fraud prevention because it is such a big problem right now. Um, obviously, seniors have always been a target for scammers because seniors have savings and they're going to go after them. Um, one of the sad um, strategies that they use, in my opinion, is they uh, intimidate that people, but also they use your emotions. They call it heightened emotions. If they call a grandparent and they say, grandfather, grandfather, I need your help. And the grandfather doesn't recognize the voice, but he says, Danny, is this you? And of course, the camera's going to say, yes, yes, it is me. I need your help. I'm in jail. I'm in Mexico or wherever. Please send money. Don't tell my parents that I'm in trouble. You wouldn't believe how many people get. You know, we'll send money because at the moment, there's that fear that you need help, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So the more people that know about this, hopefully will uh, lessen the fact that if you get that call, you're going to think, hey, maybe I should think about this one. Or a lot of people will, you know, what we advise is that even if you get that call, you know, take the information, but you call the parent, you call. Because we've had incidences where the grandparent will call the the son and say, you know, is so-and-so in in the country? Oh, yeah, they're sitting right here next to me, (laughs) you know. But in the meantime, they could have gotten scammed. One of the next big scary ones that I actually got was, this is the IRS. (laughs) Tell us about that one. I know that's a common one. Right, right. That's definitely the scary one, too. And people need to know that the IRS, Social Security, Medicare, will never call you on the phone. They will never require that you give out information or that you send money on a credit, or, you know, give your credit card number or send money on a debit card or how those, uh, what do they call Or those? go buy one of those prepaid there, cards. Those, right, those, right, right. right. Um, so, yes, it, it's very prevalent. Um, the other scams that are going around right now um, besides the grandparent, the uh, IRS, veterans have become another target of our scammers, um, which is definitely also cool. very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are, we have materials that we'd like to share with folks that say, you know, if you know a veteran, if you are a veteran, just review this information so that you're aware of. If you get a call that says, I can help you get your benefits or I can help you cash out your benefits, but give me your IDs, give me this, give me that. That's a scam. They are going to get that information and then take off with it. Or they sell your information, which is even worse. If you get on a scammer's list, then you're going to be getting calls from a lot of other scammers. Um, a lot of times- They time, share their lists. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes, they sell their lists. They, of course, I meant. And even sell. nowadays we're saying, don't answer your phone if you don't know who it is. Right. Because mm-hmm. the minute you do answer, even if you don't know that number and it is a scammer, the the reason you shouldn't answer is because then the scammer knows it is a good phone number. Mm-hmm. It goes on a list and then you start getting constant calls from scammers. So why answer the phone if you don't recognize the number? If they want you, they're going to leave you a message, right? If it's the doctor's office, they're gonna leave you a message. Right. If it's a family member, they're gonna leave you a message. What about the sheriff? I got oh. one of those. Oh, oh. the sheriff. There's yeah. been yeah. there's been a crime in your neighborhood or something. Right. Or the one that says, um, you 
uh, there's a warrant for your address uh, arrest. Right. And if right. you don't answer this call immediately, uh, you know, we will be sending out blah, blah, blah. And of course, the first time you get it, it does scare you. But once you see that, you know, it's it's going to be consistent. I've gotten that one. Um, so it's like, okay, well, let them come and get me because I'll figure it out then. <laughs> I, received, I received a call the other day and it sounded like it came from Star Wars. You know, oh, it had one of oh. those deep voices, you know, and this, Darth is, Vader? this is social security. Oh. Do not ignore this call. Right. You don't want to. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, not today. You know, mm-hmm. this is, this is awful. But for, I'm sure there's so many victims that, mm-hmm. that um, will potential victims that will learn from these programs right you know pay attention and really learn from them right and um right now on our website with for fraud watch network we do have podcasts and the podcasts are called the perfect scam so you can listen to those to see exactly how they're working those scams um so take a look at our website under the fraud watch network because it does have plenty of information in there um, we also have a 1-800 number that for the person that doesn't want to get on the, on the website. Um, they can call volunteers that are trained in all these issues and can give you advice. Because sometimes you don't know what to do. Or maybe you don't know it could be a scam. But if you talk to someone that has, you know, has seen this or hears about it on a regular basis, it helps. That helpline is 1-877-908-3360. Mm, would you repeat that again? Mm-hmm. In case somebody has an old-fashioned writing Print. implement and right. wants to get it down. one <laughs> And that's if you suspect that yeah. something may be fraudulent. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions, what, what should I do? Because they, they will give advice whether you should call the Attorney General's office. All our offices for the Attorney General's office have uh, wonderful staff that will help people with issues That's like this. That's wonderful. That so is. that 877 number, they can call that about any any incident at yes. all, right? Mm-hmm. And then when they get that representative on the line, they will tell them the story mm-hmm. and then they will tell give them perhaps another number to call yeah. that Local fits number. in with with whatever the problem whatever is whatever the issue is okay Correct. they'll get direction okay. right yeah. right and also a little peace of mind exactly that you're talking to somebody that's going to understand um a lot of times we get the person that says i am so embarrassed you know a lot of our scams are not reported because it is embarrassing and to think that oh my son or my daughter are going to find out that i gave money um, but again, it, it's important for people to speak up so it doesn't happen to other people. Um, I know I got to tell you a personal story on, on, um, last year, my dad had pulled out $3,000 from his checking account. Luckily, my brother helps him with his account. So my brother had, um, a text alert that this much money was taken out. My brother calls me immediately and he says, what does dad need $3,000 for today? And I said, I don't know, <laughs> you know, it beats me. So I said, I'll check it out and I'll talk to him. And sure enough, he had gotten a call from a cousin in Mexico City that wanted $3,000 to get some merchandise out of the Phoenix airport. And I thought to myself, well, and how are you gonna send him this money? He wanted uh, prepaid cards. Western Union. No, oh, Western Union. He sent Union. dad to okay. Western Union. The luckily, dad went to Western Union and didn't understand how to fill out the form. Okay. That saved us or saved mm-hmm. him from losing mm-hmm. his money. But dad didn't think to call you no, or your no, brother, right? No, because his first question was, well, how do you know I took that much money out? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, yeah. you know, we do 
have the bank let us know if something like this happens. And I said, but, you know, it's a scam. I said, did the cousin give you a phone number? Do you know what cousin it was? Well, I think it was so-and-so. And I said, but dad, let him call us. If right. he really needs the money, I mean, he's going to call back. You know, we never got a call again. So which cousin it was in Mexico City mm-hmm, that was calling us, we mm-hmm, have no idea. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, it was not family. Was your father a- appreciative that you had the the alert on or on his account? Or was he a little irritated with you for doing that? Well, I think he was surprised. Okay. Because not understanding technology, he really didn't know mm-hmm. how we knew that. Mm-hmm. But he was appreciative, you know, once I started talking to him about the fact that this was a scam, that he, you know... Um, would have lost that much money. Because I've read so many stories about parents that get irritated with Mm -hmm. their children because they feel that their independence are being taken away from them. So now I've got you watching me and guarding me, and it it seems to... to, and I have friends that are those those people that are irritated with their children. Right. So um, that's why I asked the question. Right, right. But it's more of that education that we keep saying. If we mm-hmm. keep talking about fraud, and this is what I tell my parents too, I, I'll say, don't answer the phone. Every morning they get a call, usually around 9 a.m., and it's telemarketers. It's right. you know right. somebody trying to sell them something. I said, you don't have to answer the phone. Right. And it's so hard for them not to answer the phone. Right. Um, but eventually, I think they're going to be comfortable with saying, okay, it's okay to let that phone Mine gets labeled potential spam. There you go. I yes. pay two extra dollars a month mm-hmm. to receive spam sure. alerts, sure. which is only partially useful. I exactly. pay nothing every month to get a spam alert because my son called me the other day and told me to go to the app store. Mm-hmm. And they've got a free app. They have a mm-hmm. free app that you can download. And, in, and so now... I get those as well now, that this is a potential um, fraud or spam right. alert, which is which is wonderful. It's God, unfortunate I'll switch that out it's, of my paid yeah. one into that. Save the $2. Dream. You we'll, see we'll what go, a conversation... We'll go for drinks. You right? You see what a conversation <laughs> will do? Exactly. Um, we're, we're reading in the AARP bulletin mm-hmm. about um, advising folks to really up grade, um, for instance, password protection. Right. I know for my bank, I have fingerprint protection. Mm-hmm. For my phone, I have face ID, mm-hmm. which translates over. And I, I read that they were even considering using heart rhythms oh, interesting. as oh, an identifier. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was one I hadn't heard of yeah, before. I hadn't heard that I was that very psyched about that. Right, right. <laughs> because they have, you know, Fitbits, et cetera, that can measure that. Mm-hmm. So why not transfer that technology? Right. Right. Yeah. Who has your heart rhythm? <laughs> Who'd and, you give your heart rhythm and to? And with your face recognition, I don't, uh, do you, if you put your glasses on, does it not recognize you? Or is, it, when is you're there setting a certain it up, beautiful face when that you, you have to? No, no, no. <laughs> when you set it up, you have to pose with different faces. I see. Oh. And every once in a while, like maybe with my bathing cap, you know, it might be a little bit like, what? Right. But yeah, no, it really reads your phenotypical mm-hmm. features on your face. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think years ago when we had the little princess phones in our bedroom, we would have all of this going on? Right. Technology. I always think, think of uh, if you're familiar with the Jetsons cartoon. Oh, absolutely. Where uh, <laughs> the mom has the phone, but yeah. she puts on the face, yeah. the face mask because yeah. she's yeah. not ready. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, we're doing right. that with phones Ex- now. You exactly. can see. Now we need exactly. to do them with phones, exactly. right? All of a sudden, somebody's making a FaceTime call. <laughs> um, does AARP have an international website and what does it do? 
Right. We do have an international website, and you can find it at aarpinternational.org. And it's going to give you information on the work that we're doing at the international level, obviously. Um, So there are several tabs on there. Um, We do a lot of work in the livable communities. And livable communities concept of um, how do we make cities work well for someone that's 80 to excuse me eight years old to 80 years old how do we make it a safe environment for everyone that's living in a city um so and that's international work too because it's under the world health organization um but go to that website for more information on some of the details of what what's in your area you want to give us a website again yeah it's aarpinternational.org there's no spaces in between the ARP. And Do they give you a um, preview of what's going on in other countries if you're traveling there? I don't believe that's okay. No. Okay, that's, that's probably purpose. more mm-hmm. just in the magazines or, right. or under their travel section in the bulletins. Mm-hmm. So, with our real possibilities cards, when we travel, are they honored? Like if we went to France or Italy? Are, no. There, no, that's just here that for far. the United States. Yes. Okay. Yes, our Terrific. benefits. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with Maria in just a moment. Welcome back to Boom Goddess Radio. We're here in the studio this morning with Dr. Andrea Google, my, my partner, uh, who has a face recognition phone, <laughs> and Jennifer Davis-Page and the lovely uh, Maria Ramirez-Trio. Um, Maria, tell mm-hmm. us a little more about other initiatives that AARP has. That's right. We just started a new initiative in April that is going to be called Stop Rx Greed, Cut Drug Prices. So you're going to be seeing down the road a lot of commercials about how we need to help cut the prices of the expenses of drug, drug costs, prescription drugs. So what ARP is doing is providing some common sense solutions. And one of them, I'm gonna, uh, they have three. So one of them is to allow Medicare to negotiate prescription prices. So ARP urges Congress to pass legislation that would allow Medicare to use its enormous buying power to negotiate for lower prescription drug prices. That makes a lot of sense, right? Why shouldn't Medicare not be allowed to negotiate drug prices? And they're not right now, they can't do it. So that law needs to be changed, amended, whatever. Um, the other, the second thing is to cap out-of-pocket costs. So ARP is going to urge Congress to pass legislation that would help seniors with high drug costs by capping their out-of-pocket costs. It's important for the seniors and anybody that is really facing that serious high cost of prescription drugs, that they're losing their homes. You know, there's just so many things that can happen. The third thing is to improve access to lower cost genetic drugs. So AARP urges Congress to pass legislation that would ban pay for delay deals. So some drug companies for generic, yes, yeah, will ask uh, often uh, pay generic drug companies to delay the the uh, what is it the the production of a product um, because you know the the higher cost drug is is going to pay more for the company. So those three things will be an important uh, initiative, and you're going to be seeing them a lot, that, that particular initiative. Um, 
the other initiative that we have is for family. Wait, wh- before you go yeah. on, just this one in particular, yeah. because this question is asked a lot when AARP does their surveys. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just throw them out. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really important to open them up and to be able to add your name to the petitions. Yes. So that what I wanted to know from there is how does the lobbying work? How does right. AARP lobby Congress right. for those proposals? Right. So that's going to be the most important work that AARP always does is to work with Congress um, to understand the needs of the 50 plus population. So we are nonpartisan, so we're going to say these are the issues that are important to us. And um, you made an excellent point in that you AARP will send out either email uh, surveys, petitions, um, and you'll see a lot of these in, in this particular initiative that they've made it easy to have you answer yes, that you support this initiative and that you want Congress to look at these things. And the more that our representative and legislatures, legislators get this information, the more they have to pay attention. Right? Yes. So are the lobbyists employees or volunteers uh, at AARP? The lobbyists would be employed. Employees. They would be employed. Yes. Okay. Yes. So they're doing all that work up at the national level. Well, good for them because mm-hmm. that's so critically important. Right. But, you know, and some people say, well, what can I do? It is important as an individual to have your voice. And I feel it's it's so much easier no, now to do it through email because at least you don't have to go to an office. You don't right. have to, right. you know, get in your car. Mm-hmm. But you are being counted. And the more thousands and thousands of emails that someone gets, they're going to pay attention. They have to. They have to record the fact that they had this money. Okay. That's the piece that was missing. I mm-hmm. just wanted to make sure they that do. there was a mechanism right. for really counting that. Because sometimes I'll get repeat mm-hmm. yeah. um, requests right. for petitioning. So right. it's worthwhile for our listeners to know that open those envelopes, pay mm-hmm. attention to those emails. Exactly. And you can also call your local congressman or your local congresswoman, right? Mm-hmm. Or your, yep. your senator. Correct. And um, make those calls to their office so they can get the message as, as to how important this is and how serious it is that um, that we, we have that kind of protection. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cost of drugs has just gone through, through the ceiling. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yes, if people have to make a choice between eating and paying their prescriptions, I think that's wrong. Right. You know, it's very wrong. So, yes, I think this this is an important issue that is going to get very strong down the road. Thank Mm -hmm. you for that. And so how do our listeners find out what initiatives are in their states? In this case, we're in Arizona, but we've got listeners everywhere. Right. Um, We have, you know, our AARP.org website at AARP.org is a humongous I always say it's a humongous beast, but it has a menu on the left corner that when you click on that, it will bring down the categories. And at the bottom of that list, it is a category where it says click on for your state. And that's where you're going to find out all the, you know, what your state's working on, events that your state is doing, activities that you might want to participate in. So don't get overwhelmed with our website because it is huge, but also have fun with it. Look at different portions of it. That brings me to the issue of um, the website has help on work, employment. We have a wonderful resource, um, a worker resource website. We have a Learn at 50, which is a free online educational program. So you get webinars, you get different workshops. 
Um, what kinds of topics are covered in those uh, workshops? It could be job search skills. It could be family caregiving webinars um, and technology, like how you know how how to use Facebook, how to use Twitter, things like that. Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that's really important <laughs> for, for, sure. for those over fifty because I I met a a, a woman. Uh, not too long ago, who told me that she was um, honing in on her tech skills mm. by coming to your office. You have yes. a program down at your office where you can teach people how to log in, right? right. <laughs> Just basic right. login information or how right. to get onto Twitter and so forth and so on. Right, one-on-one technology, we call it. That's Is it wonderful. Walk-in? Is it walking? We have appointments. We we need to make appointments because it's it's wonderful volunteers that dedicate their time. You come in with your phone, your iPad, your you know your laptop, and say, "This won't work." You know, (laughs) what what do I do? And people that are not comfortable using the technology once they're and you can come more than once. You don't. That's wonderful to know. It helps. And in this case, if you're local and in Tucson, Mm -hmm. it's right there on Oracle Road. Right. Our address is at 67 North Oracle, and we're north of Orange Grove. But again, look at your state uh, website and see what kind of services you have locally. Because ARP is working on doing a lot more services locally. And, And, you know, I say activities in the Tucson area, we have fun activities like drumming circles. We have the Native American style flute playing. We have nutrition classes. So we want to provide the education, but we also want to do some fun stuff. You also have movies for grown-ups. Movies for grown-ups. That is a lot of fun. We do nationwide. This is a nationwide program where um, we invite members and non-members. And here's a good point. A lot of our programs, you do not have to be a member. You can still join us. But the Movies for Grown Ups then is uh, an invitation to come and watch a movie that might have the topic that's of interest to people 50 and above. It could be that, that the actors are older. It could be that the director's older. It could be that the topic is of interest. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's I great always to know. go to the Movies for Grown Ups. We, have, we <laughs> have such great fun. And you know, it's always packed. Yes. Yes. You might have to start doing two theaters in one, one night. Yes, because people so enjoy it. And right. they sit there and they got their loved ones with them and mm-hmm. eating popcorn. It's great fun. So for all of you that are listening, if you have movies for grownups in your in your local communities, please, please attend. Right. Take advantage of them. We're going to take another brief break and we'll be back in just a moment. See you on the other side. Welcome back to our discussion with the lovely Maria and my partner, Jennifer. And we're talking to Maria about the offerings and the perspective that AARP has. And so so many of us understand AARP, but we have no idea of the breadth of that outreach. And so now we're just going to go a little bit into the caregiving um, initiative. Right. We have a what we call our family caregiving initiative advocacy. So we know that nationwide and worldwide, a lot of us are taking care of family members, are going to take care of family, family members or will need care down the road. Um, so part of our website and our initiative is to provide the resources and education that there are wonderful resources out in your community if you are a caregiver that you need to take advantage of. Um, I think that a lot of us, and I, I am personally a caregiver, so that I know that 
we think we can do everything by ourselves and we have a lot on our plate, but the more you um, reach out for help, the better it's going to be. So AARP wants to provide those resources. We work very closely with our area agencies on aging around the nation, and there are big providers of a lot of the services and uh, caregiving support groups, things like that. So we asked as part of our initiative that you make sure that you reach out for help. That's the important message too, and that at a national level, AARP is going to always be trying to do things to help family caregivers, which is important. If you're a family caregiver, but you need assistance, can Mm -hmm. they get that kind of information from you? Do you mean respite care? No, just Mm -hmm. assistance. because sometimes caregivers need right. help, right. you know, as, as mm-hmm. you've said. Right. So if you need someone, let's just say, to come in and help shampoo mm-hmm. mom's hair right. or cook dinner right. a couple of nights a week, can they get information on that? Right. You, you, will, you would be able to get information, and especially through the area agencies on aging, you would be able to see what programs okay. you in particular or your family would qualify for. Um, but uh, the, the resources are there. If you look at the website, you will be see, seeing different topics, especially what you just mentioned about needing help, hiring, right? You know, tips on who to hire, what to look for, things like that. Yeah, and then also self-care. As a f- caregiver, it's important that you take care of yourself. How do you take care of your health, your mental health, um, in order to help your loved one? Well, self-care is something Boom Goddess has been talking about since we first... Mm-hmm since the first day we're at the microphones talking about self-care is something Dr. Andrea and and Bibi and I Mm -hmm. have always thought was tremendously important. And talking about, you know, the neighboring issue is, of course, the issue of dementia Mm -hmm. and has Mm -hmm. become more and more identified. Mm -hmm. Um, Are there classes for caregivers in understanding dementia particularly? Yes, there is. That's such a toughie. Yes, it is. Um, especially now, you'll be seeing more and more of those. Um, our area, our local area agency here uh, in the Tucson area, does do a wonderful workshop on uh, caregivers that are helping care for for loved ones with dementia. And um, I've gone through that one too, and it's just extremely helpful. And not only you know learning, but also being in touch with someone that might be in the same situation you are in. Very often, yeah. yes, it's yeah. a support group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because there's so many similarities, you know, you think it's just your mom or just right. your dad, and, right. and it's really quirky. It's just a great relief to know and understand mm-hmm. that this is a universal. Right. right. And the education needs to go further than just yourself because now the dementia type training um, is going out to firefighters, to medical, uh, to people that are even in the banking industry. You know, how do you help someone that comes to your bank and might seem a little confused? You know, and, yes. and kind of. I think as a society, we are going to be facing that, but also we need to recognize it more. Recognize it and be patient and be aware that that is going on with someone. I think that's really useful and important information Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. the general public. Yes. That'll be the challenge. Mm -hmm. The next movie for grown-ups. Yes. Yet another. (laughs) Another (laughs) tear-jerker. For all of our friends here in in the Tucson area, everyone 
everybody, a lot of our listeners know that we have a, a ladies group called mm-hmm. the Network of Extraordinary Women, and we are going to have the privilege of you speaking with our mm-hmm. group in right. June. So for all of you that would like to meet Maria, mm-hmm. you can go to the Facebook page of the Network of Extraordinary Women. She's going to be speaking June Monday, June 3rd, and get the information and buy a ticket to join us for lunch and, right. and get an yeah. opportunity to meet with her. Get your questions ready. Get your right. questions ready. Because Maria ready. has those <laughs> answers. Hopefully. <laughs> Good. We're going to take another quick break and then we'll come back to say our final goodbyes to all of our listeners. So we're back with Maria uh, from AARP and Jennifer Davis Page and myself, Dr. Andrea Gould Marks. And we've been excited and stimulated by this conversation. I know I definitely have been curious Mm -hmm. about what the uh, possibilities are for volunteerism and maybe even for applying for a job. How would our listeners go about doing that? What's up with that? Right. Well, um, with it's an excellent question because we are always in any state looking for volunteers. Um, a lot of our volunteers, like I mentioned before, are basically presenters or, you know, your tax aid people, your driver safety people are going to be doing the presenting of the classroom style. Um, we do presentations on the different initiatives. So like when you talk about fraud prevention, we do have a particular uh, program that volunteers go out, and obviously they're trained before, but they go out in the community, let's say a church group or whatever, and talk about fraud, talk about family caregiving. We have a wonderful program where it's uh, prepare to care. How do we prepare to care for down the road? You know, as humans, we are on a crisis mode. We will deal with the issue of caregiving because it's thrown upon us. We react, right, without preparation very often. But if you like, to speak in front of groups, then we have this presentation where you're uh, taking people through their steps on how to prepare to care. So as a presenter, if you like people, if you'd like to talk in front of people, we would love to have you as a volunteer because there are always presentations. If you want to talk about AARP, you know, once you learn all that we do, um, if you want to talk about Medicare, Social Security, there's always topics that we need people to share that information with. Um, in Tucson, we're lucky to have a, what we call an AARP Information Center. And there's only 10 information centers around the nation now, but an information center is run by volunteers Monday through Friday, nine to four here in the Tucson area, is manned by volunteers. That office would not be open if it were not for them. And there are wonderful volunteers that dedicate three and a half hours a week of providing information on AARP. I think that's such a worthy cause because Mm -hmm. so many of our listeners desire to be well utilized and don't necessarily feel like they necessarily want to do a literacy program or or hands-on kind of Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. maybe they do want to talk to their peers so there's a there's a big opening there and Mm -hmm. a need and that's really good for us to understand the the other important area is of course advocacy are you passionate about talking about the issues that are important so you would be an advocate 
with, uh, you know, whether that's it's a separate state. category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At a state level, you would be helping staff going to the state legislature to talk to representative legislators um, and and also giving them information. Um, we are always calling on advocates for advocacy. That's really good to know that mm-hmm. there's a separate category of volunteerism mm-hmm. that's ad- advocacy. Right. Because you can hear it. You know, you go to the gym or you're in a restaurant and, mm-hmm. and people have very, very strong opinions about things. They could put those opinions to good mm-hmm. use right. by volunteering. So how would somebody get, if they wanted to be a volunteer, mm-hmm. how would they get in touch with our local or any local AARP office? office? So again, on our website, when you do, um, and the easy way, if you don't want to go to our website, is would be to use aarp.org slash, let's say, Arizona, AZ, or slash whatever two initials your state is. It takes you to your state website, and there you will see a button that says, are you interested in volunteering? So then someone from that office would contact you. Mm-hmm. What if somebody wants a real job working for maybe yeah. people got fired up? Right. What kind of employment opportunities <laughs> right, right. do you have? So, you know, personally, I think ARP is a wonderful organization to work for. But um, so you would again go to our website and in any website, when you go all the way to the bottom of that page, it'll say careers with us. Mm-hmm. And that will give you the listing of positions around the nation. Uh, majority of our positions are at a national level. Mm-hmm. So for those folks that are interested in you know, relocating, but not only that, you need to keep an eye on positions. AARP does have what we call teleworker positions. Say that again? Teleworker. Oh, so teleworker. You, yeah, so you could be working from home, but be assigned to a particular state office or the national office. So let's say you're a political analyst. Well, you could probably work for the national office, but you know, if they have that opening, Um, It could be a teleworker. I'm not saying it is, but it could be. So keep an eye on the website because they do list all the positions. They will list the state and the type of position it is. That's wonderful. Any positions for psychologists? Ah, that's an interesting question. There's always a need for a psychologist. That's one of the things that we're working on here. As a psychologist, one of the biggest reasons for referral Mm -hmm. that I get among Mm -hmm. clients is, okay, just because I'm 70 or just because I'm 68 or even 65 or even 80 doesn't mean that I'm done. Right. It doesn't mean that I can't work. It doesn't mean that I don't want to. There's a wonderful poem that ends um, in a way that says, I want to live my life until I'm all used up. Mm-hmm. And so we've kind of picked up on that. And this June, we're, begin, we're, we're launching mm-hmm. our own initiative, Boom Goddess Project. And that's going to be a reimagine you, mm-hmm. almost wow. like a life reinvention. Right. And we're starting it as a multi-generational, intergenerational group. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, come fall, we'll probably be breaking it into some subgroups. But our experience has been that working intergenerationally is so amazing. I mean, right. the the um, advantage to both sides. Exactly. The advantage to young people 
for themselves the obvious advantage of being in the presence of wisdom and experience (laughs) and then on the other side how much you know many people don't have grandchildren many Mm -hmm. people don't have children Mm -hmm. and so to have the experience of those perspectives Mm -hmm. and the helping hands uh, across the gap we're really excited about that that sounds awesome yeah we're going to help people really discover what their strengths are Mm -hmm. so that if it's been a long time let's say somebody's been a banker or somebody's worked in engineering and they're kind of done with that mm-hmm. you know I don't mm-hmm. want to go back to that I have whole other parts of me that right. have never been even discovered if not utilized right so that's really where we're coming from the first thing we want to do is really help people to get back in touch with their original interests right directions, paths that perhaps they hardly knew that they possessed. There, there were paths that they took, and mm-hmm. then there were paths that they didn't take. Mm-hmm. So the program is going to be, and certainly begins, as a psychological mm-hmm. exploration of what's, what's left to live. Right. Okay. Right. And then from there, well, what do I do with what I discover? Right. Right, those passions. Those passions. Yes, definitely. And, and that then, sounds exciting. Yes, it's very exciting. It's, mm-hmm. it's exciting just preparing for them. Mm-hmm. So we have, this, um, we have this program that we are developing, and our first, um, our first trial for that program is going to be on Thursday, June 13th. at something that we call the Urban Grove. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be delicious in every way. Mm -hmm. And people are going to get a chance to get feedback from others. They're going to get a chance to even get exposed to some culinary creativity because we don't want to be there all day without having some delicious things to eat. Right, Jennifer? Absolutely. (laughs) We'd love to invite you to join us. Great. So if you're in town, we'll make sure you get an invitation and come Mm by the uh, Urban Grove. Right, right. And it's been, you, do you have a question about no, that? No, no. Yeah, but you think it's a good idea. Definitely. And you might want to look at AARP CEO Joanne Jenkins has written a book called Disrupt Aging. And disrupt aging is almost what you're talking about. What do we do and how do we continue? That's fabulous. So her name is Joanne Jenkins, Jenkins. Uh-huh. and we're going to get that book yeah. as well as the book about Dr. Andrus, right? So that we can really peel back the layers and and get even more inspired mm-hmm. by previous people who have really picked up the mission right. and really ran with it. Because heaven only knows how enlivening it is mm-hmm. to have a mission, right? Great. And 30 years from now, they'll be talking about Boom Goddess Radio, just like we're talking about uh, Dr. Dr. Andrus. Right. And I know that you want to volunteer, Jennifer, as a technology volunteer, so that when people can come in, you can show them what you've learned. <laughs> when we started, I was the least tech of oh. the goddesses. So I've come a long way. Yeah, you see, see? I, I'm editing programming wow. now. Yes. That's right. <laughs> wow. That's right. So that's fab. That's fabulous. And really, of all of us, that's the most interesting thing, that you got to be really schooled these days in mm-hmm. auditing. Mm-hmm. Auditing. No. Editing. In editing, editing. audio. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean to say. Yeah. Well, that is amazing because you didn't think probably five years ago that you would be doing that. 
look, a few years ago, when CDs first came yeah. out, my sons gave me some CDs, and I said, can I flip them over? They said, no, Mom, you can't flip them. So I've, I've come a really long way. Well, we've, we've seen so much. You know, I know my, and you're 96-year-old mom? 95-year-old 95, 95 mom. And until last year, I had a 97-year-old mm-hmm. dad, and I think about, you know, how much has changed. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think there were still horses and carriages when he was born in 1920. You know, maybe not everywhere. There were also motor cars. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. That's right. Right. That's and so then all the way up to giving him a cell phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And worked for a couple of years. But after that, you know, he kind of lost interest in it. But then there was the magic of the TV remote. Right. right that right. many, even elders with dementia can work mm-hmm. out the TV remote. Well, now so. they've got remotes so you can talk to it. Right. My, my mother loves that. So she yeah. can just, she's a good old Catholic girl. She'll, she'll say, EWTN, please. <laughs> and it'll take her right to the <laughs> local <laughs> mass, right? Right. And sometimes Siri is, it really welcomes that politeness, yes, too, when we, when we uh, summon Siri on our phones. She'll, she'll, she'll respond, it's how nice of you to say good morning, Andrea. <laughs> my, I picked the one with the English accent, yeah, yes. you know, just just for a little Lovely. bit of yes, mm-hmm. just for a little bit of culture. Well, Maria, it has been wonderful meeting you. Wonderful having you, you here. Mm-hmm. It's really been quite a delight. We are so appreciative of all the work that AARP is doing across the country. So much that we've learned today about it, and um, we are. I'm going to absolutely volunteer. So I'll talk to you further about that. Great. And I think that. Uh, if I can just get each one of the goddesses to give give a few hours each month, I mm-hmm. think that would really be helpful. And Amy, I think you should be a volunteer as well for three hours. We have that. our wonderful <laughs> goddess of laughter, she's, Amy, who is quietly assisting us in mm-hmm. this. But she's not. She's not over 50 yet. Not so. only that, she's still raising teenage boys. <laughs> yeah. So her volunteer efforts <laughs> extend to us to at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one other thing we wanted to say. Yes, I wanted to say B.B. Um, Peters is traveling today, okay. yes. our a third goddess um, co-host. So she's not able to actually be mm-hmm. with us, but she wishes you so well. Thank and you. she's sorry she couldn't be here today, mm-hmm. but she's really glad to be traveling and reuniting with with some old friends oh, this well, week. Nice. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good. And as, I don't know if you remember Charles Osgood. Do you remember Charles Od- the Osgood? Osgood, that beautiful, fo- beautiful voice on television. He used to always say, and it used to really uh, make me smile, he said he was, I'll see you on the radio. Thank you so much for joining us today, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we look forward to future podcasts and you listening with us. Remember that your interests power our programming. So please do, now that we've shared with you, please share with us. Go to info at boomgoddess.com. Let us know what you think about this presentation. And do let us know any interests you have in hearing future podcasts. And we will certainly take that into consideration. Thank you so much for lending your ears to us today. For more information, visit our website, boomgoddessradio.com, and follow us on Facebook, Boom Goddess. We'd love to hear from you. Your interest powers our programs. Mm-hmm.